Let's focus on the word eternal. We find it in the Lord's Prayer at the end. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. There are corners and fringes of eternity that we can comprehend, but being able to internalize its reality is like trying to find a rhyme for the word discombobulate. There's no figuring that out. We're not meant to fully grasp eternity as an intellectual subject, but we are meant to worship God because he's so much more than we are or even think he is. The Dutch theologian Herman Bavink explains it this way. It is completely incomprehensible to us how God can reveal himself and to some extent make himself known in created beings. Eternity in time, immensity in space, infinity in finite, immutability in change, being and becoming, the all, as it were, in that which is nothing. This mystery cannot be comprehended. It can only be gratefully acknowledged. What would our relationship with God be like if we stopped intellectualizing him and simply sat in awe of his divine nature? Although it's not in some translations of Matthew or Luke, the concluding line from the Lord's Prayer does get its roots in Scripture, from 1 Chronicles 29, 10-12. In addition, the phrase, from everlasting to everlasting, shows up in the English Standard Version of the Bible seven times. Psalm 90, Moses' Prayer of Lament, praises God for his eternity in the face of calamity and loss. Read the psalm and find one or two lines or phrases to repeat keeping in mind the hope we have in God because the kingdom, power, and glory belong to him forever. Amen.